Microphone check, microphone check. Welcome to the One Life, One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have two very special guests in the house, uh, Mr. Adam Blake. Hello, hello. And Mr. Dave Kennedy. Hello. Just one hello. Dave, thanks for being here. Adam, you've been here several times. Thanks. I think so. Yeah. You've been, uh, I don't know if you've been here, but the, no, not as much as Derek, but you've been here several times. So thanks for coming back. You're welcome. Dave Happy Kennedy, thanks for being here. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. So this is your second podcast? This is my second podcast ever. First one was Holy Rocks? Yes, sir. Yep. That's, a, that's a fun one. It was. Um, I'm not, as we all know, are in this room. I don't know that anybody else knows, but I'm not super comfortable talking here, my voice, whatever. But Yeah, you sound great, though. Hanging around. Yeah, thanks. Man. And you look great. Thanks. How's life? I look super good on podcasts. <laughs> I got to, yeah. How's your life going? Uh, it's good. Yeah, uh, everyone's healthy, strong. Uh, morale is in a good spot. Yeah, I made it through the pandemic. I mean... Yeah, I think everyone's still navigating certain aspects of that, you know. Yeah. But um, is is that is that a thing? I kind of heard that the other day. Is the pandemic over? I'm kind of confused. It's still called uh, the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Once people are like, oh, like you survived the pandemic. I was like, I mean, yeah. No, it's still I mean, here. I'm still, I think it's but, to just a demic. It's just Sorry, down to demic. Another one. Jeez. But I think yeah. I think it has to be announced. It has to be announced that the pandemic's been it's lifted. lifted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I feel like people have. Which I'm happy about. Like I say, like, you know, throw it at the wall, see if it works or not, you know, whatever, as far as the solution or opening things up. But I'm just at the same time, I don't know. It seems like there's still so many like regulations and so many protocols set in place. It doesn't seem like, yeah, you're saying that it's past the past tense. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's going to be like a ship. You know what I mean? Once we hit the brakes, it's still going to be a long time till we sort of slow Get everything to, down. Yeah. And, and, and well, that last part of the flight where they're like, oh, like, you know, everybody buckle up, but you still got like an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's like the, you've been <laughs> trying to get to Australia from here. And you're like, oh, my, you know, that last hour and a half is just brutal. Exactly. A long, brutal flight. There's a light at the end of the tunnel now. That, that's the thing. That's why I feel like things are starting to uh, open up. Max, you're interrupting the podcast, Max? No, I'm oh, sorry. Sitting on oh, she was. Okay. So, Dave, so Dave um, were you born in San Diego? No, sir. Where were you born at? I was born in Appleton, Wisconsin. Wow, that's right. Mm, yes. Wow. Well, wow. Adam's looking. Like you well, can't I, see what his I facial expression. I had no idea. Did I forget about that too? I thought you were Cali kid, man. No, no, not necessarily. I, I think. I mean, I, you know, I learned to drive here. Uh, had my first kiss here. I think a lot of aspects <laughs> of development as a young youth came from California. So I would say essentially. Um, I'm a California kid, but I'm not at the core a California kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a bit of a path um, going from Appleton, Wisconsin. My family at the core is from uh, Gelsberg, Illinois. Okay. So that was actually my uh, Appleton was just where I was born. Uh, my dad worked for the power company or something, and just went up there for a one-off. And then um, that's when <laughs> I, I hell came of a one-off. To, yeah, and um, <laughs> and then we ended up back in Gelsberg. And then Galesburg to Wyoming to Park City to California. Wow, man. So when did you get to San Diego? B- by the time I was 10. Okay. Yeah. So I've been here since I was 10. And um, yeah. Was that a big culture shock coming to California from those places? Um, not terribly. I, didn't, I don't recall it at that age of big yeah. culture shock. And, and since we had been sort of bounced around a little bit for those first few years, it felt just like a new spot and um, things kind of picked up quick with some neighborhood kids and um and i really was i really i really really wanted to surf and um, okay so seeing that on the outside i was like whoa like i was excited i was excited to get here but yeah so you knew you coming to california was your dream to start surfing or something yeah okay yeah yeah as a kid but yeah i was a 
But we didn't actually move very close to the beach, so that was the complication. And then surfing was super hard. Yeah. And so as far as um, a humbling, even as a 11-year-old, 10-year-old, yeah, I remember still how humbling it was to first like be looking at pictures, watching movies, and be like, I was going to get out there and just... And once you're in it, it's so different. So difficult. Yeah. And you have siblings too? Are you a brother? Older sister and younger brother. Okay. Were they into surfing too? No. Nope. nope. Just you? Just a hard no right there. <laughs> End of conversation. <laughs> Next question. Did you, uh, <laughs> you, did you stick with surfing? I did. Yeah, I did stick with it. Yeah. I, I, it's not so much a priority in my life anymore, but yeah, I was through my high school, uh, middle school, high school. It was, it was everything to me. Yeah. Pe- people that surf get into it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, like, it's, 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 it's still at a core of my foundation is being in the ocean and I've just reprioritized things and, um, and, you know, it's, it's there for me when it calls again, but yeah, the last years of my life, I haven't, it hasn't been something I've pursued too much at all. Like, yeah, you do competitions too and stuff, right? Yeah. At a real young age. And like I said, I was not on the winning side oh, so of you're those. You're pretty good, huh? Yeah, it was really, really uh, pretty good. I, what I had said earlier, I think it was a way to define it as saying I was comfortable, mm. but regardless of being good is subjective, but I felt comfortable. I think you're good if you can stand up. Yeah, well, so, your so. bar is set. Yeah, my my bar is low. My bar is low. It's quite low, but you know what? It is a big. <laughs> it is a. I would never. I would never. Um, I would never take it away from someone to that has a. You know, reach that as an accomplishment as as something where it's a. It is a big thing. It's a complicated thing as opposed to many sports. Um. Yeah. It is. It's something that is a constant moving target a variable that is unknown every time you catch a wave or go out and that's different than most anything else out there where it's a set um platform i agree and you're like that's what makes it so hard to even just be finally able to stand up you're like well i only got one shot at it today because it was so hard to catch waves Mm -hmm. it was so rough it was so cold it was i mean there's things out there that are trying to eat you potentially yeah Yeah. yeah. it's way different uh, it is way different than skateboarding i mean but the skate i think the longevity i mean probably is 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 where you win in surfing Mm. uh, compared to skating as far as broken bones yeah yeah, yeah. so 100 percent. and so how, how were you growing up as a kid uh like you a good kid did you um wild kid or no i mean no i wouldn't like uh, i think i was probably all right kid yeah i think i was probably somewhere normal i like mean school? i didn't i didn't i didn't always get along i hated school school was <laughs> the worst um <laughs> there was always something better to do than school that's why i think and um so i think i was probably in some version at odds you know um with things, but not anything abnormal, you know, it's not like I, I did a stint in juvie for stabbing somebody, you know, it's like, I, I mean, I, I didn't go to school a lot or I, you know, didn't do well in school at all. You know, I was fortunate enough to eventually graduate, but if that even means anything to me in my life now, I, yeah, it doesn't, exactly. it actually has nothing to do with other than, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. I, but kids go to school. I don't know if, if you have, <laughs> for all just old guys listening to this, but I would still s- have to somehow promote my yeah, daughter education. to go to school. Totally. Yeah. It's a good thing. You play sports and stuff? Um, um, I, did, I, was, uh, I, was, I was big in, um, well, when I was young, I was big into tennis. Wow. Uh, but then, un- I want to say unfortunate, because I do actually still like the idea of playing tennis but it got away from me really quick as soon as surfing and skateboarding mm-hmm. came into my life because there was um 
uh, you know, no offense to any tennis players. I can't recall thinking there was actually like cool tennis players, <laughs> but, <laughs> and there probably was, but I think where I was at with the music I was listening to and being surrounded, you know, wanting to skate and surf, that was like, that to me was everything. And although tennis was fun, I actually, John McEnroe. It was a badass back yeah. then. If you guys want to call him that, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think he's a badass in tennis. Mm-hmm. I think that's different than like a badass that's in skateboarding. Life. Oh yeah, that's you know, true. That's like, way I mean, different. I, I mean, that's fine. He wants to, you know, I don't know. I don't have any. I, I don't want to. It's, it's like, but co- I'm just saying that it's not like a, It's not like when you're listening to things when you're in. Um, see, I was uh, 11 years old. Uh, staying over at Rob Weedman's house and he's like, yo, check this band out. And he plays me the circle jerks. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's freaking horrible. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> but I ended up loving it. But it, at that time at 11, I'm just saying like that didn't line up with, let's say just that sport. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. whereas all of a sudden he's getting, you know, kids are getting their heads shaved and growing and doing all this stuff that I was like, Whoa, that was really attractive or interesting mm-hmm. and exciting and, um, unique. And, and tennis was conventional. Baseball was conventional. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to be unique and interesting in a very conventional environment. And I think I was always attracted to just that out of the way. Yeah. Like, weirdo your brother wasn't into it skating or punk rock and shit or not uh yeah he was but it's weird i'm not weird we we weren't like you and your brothers you know uh uh, we were only three years apart but i think our lives were still very separate Mm -hmm. at that time you know and um and i think we always got along but we still just always had separate friends and separate lives and did did different things and um, you the oldest or youngest in the family i'm middle yeah, makes me the most normal. Yeah, <laughs> some would say. Yeah, <laughs> the normal kids are the um, middle ones. So, so you're in school and you get into punk rock and skateboarding, obviously. Yes, and that changes your life. And yes, so much. And it, does it affect your schoolwork, probably. Yes. And your parents yeah. bombed at it. Were they yeah. strict? Um, they were, they were at maybe odds with it, but not nothing vocal. They didn't try to like really. I just remember certain things, certain kind of like hey about friends or people that i was hanging out with mm-hmm. um you know kind of being like hey do they make your life better or something like that was yeah. that you know was that a good influence in your life that's kind of like the where they kind of came at it you know the 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 words they tried to use as yeah. far as helping me with direction but um but i don't really recall like anything like really like i don't have any like traumatic thing where i like really wanted to express myself and they were like no mm-hmm. yeah when, you play, go ahead uh, when did you pick up guitar i was just gonna say that perfectly <clears throat> adam uh uh probably right at 10 years old wow 10 or somewhere like that i i actually played the or maybe it was um i played the violin nice um uh when i was since I, well when i was four years old i started three or four i started playing violin and um my mom's my 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 aunt uh was um a professional dancer she's in the chicago ballet and then her husband was in the orchestra 
as a first chair violinist. Wow. And um, so I think that was my influence or that was someone that like said like, oh, like that's why they put that instrument in my hands. I don't know really why it got to me, but it did. Mm, But I did not like it. And mostly (laughs) I didn't like it because it was always classical training and stuff like that. I actually remember, you know, just the way it was, you the teachers, whatever, like actually kind of slapping you with the bow if you don't have you know your posture's not right. I mean, as as a kid, I was just like, that's I hate this because you're not even I'm not even getting to play and you're mad at me. You know, mm. like you don't like the way I'm sitting here and you just literally smacked me with your bow to like straighten up, bring my yeah. elbow out and but I did it for, you know, for, you know, five or six years. And then my, but I think my mom knew I was always at odds with it and struggled with it. And so she, at one point, um, said like, Hey, like you don't have, to, it's your choice. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to play, you don't have to, but you have to play an instrument. Like, what do you want to do? Wow. And I was like, yo, I just saw the sick movie called La Bamba. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Valens was like the coolest dude yeah. I could have ever hoped to have been or anything. Now I didn't even scratch the surface of Richie Valens, of course, but that was my, that was my get into wow. uh, guitar was that dude. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so were you a good violinist? Were you comfortable? Know, I, I don't <laughs> circle back. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't even, I don't remember. I, I actually, I still have my violins. Uh, they wow. need to be ref, ref, refurbished, but I was kind of thinking about it, but, it's a it's a pretty tough instrument to listen to when you're all by yourself. Mm. It, it, it kind of seems like there's a theme. Right? You've got like tennis and violin is like the country club option, yeah. and then there's the street option, which yeah, is like yeah, the yeah. guitar and yeah, skateboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You definitely yeah. chose the latter. Yeah, yeah. As it went, you yeah. kind of. I mean, I always liked that. Like, I liked. I was influenced heavily by movies when I was a kid, and you see something I'm like, oh, I want that. I want that. You know. Yeah, is that what skateboarding came into, thrashing or something? Or actually, yeah, surfing was my life, and I just, for some reason, skateboarders came to me. Totally, like I was a surfer in uh, with skateboarder friends. I didn't have surfing friends, so I yeah. skated because I just that's how I fit in with my skateboard friends. Mm-hmm. Or skateboard, you a good I don't skater? Think you call them that. Was a good skater. I was comfortable. Comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you could do tricks, street skater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, I've always been tall and lanky and kind yeah. of goofy looking, but um but I yeah, I like to uh, get around and try to keep up with everyone, try to be able to skate the spots that they were skating and never have to dictate like, yo, I can't go to I can't go there cuz I can't mm-hmm. uh, I'll just sit around, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was always my goal even with like being in the water is I just wanted to be able to participate in whatever environment uh, other yeah. people were participating with, not necessarily like be the top spot just be just be in the in the mix yeah so when you got the guitar that that changed a lot for you started playing guitar yeah i don't know if it changed a lot for me but it just gave me a new focus and actually like game and i enjoyed it you loved it yeah 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 but it um it took a while to like really connect i ended up meeting friend a few years later and i was 14 15 years old that was like he's actually good and um, yeah he gave me a lot of and, and i and he pushed me to like another area you know and in as far as wanting as far as playing and playing with people and yeah playing in bands and stuff so you started bands in high school you in a band yeah yeah what were they called i played in a band called them them okay yeah it was horrible but (laughs) i mean everything about behind the idea the name was bad it was just you know like let's go see them i Mm. I we thought it was was funny yeah 
Well, I don't know. I mean, because I remember we covered songs from uh, the Go-Go's to um, Exploited to nice. um, uh, some uh, No Effects. Um, you know, it was just kind of a mixture. I don't know if the style, I don't know what you call it, you know, 90s. Yeah, 90s. <laughs> early <laughs> early, 90s, early 90s, you know, and then, I mean, I was, I had no real... Um, connection to a particular scene but i was listening to bands like uh grill biscuits and yeah, yeah. so I, I but i didn't know that 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 stuff really was still so prevalent you know i just had come across it you know and i was yeah. like whoa i dug it um but i didn't know that it was too much different than listening to something like um um what's that band well i'm not gonna remember right now but um it, when I first listened to Nirvana, let's say, or yeah, something yeah. else, it was just music, you know, and stuff. And I, or I listened to Nirvana or um, Bad Religion, or you know, it was yeah. you know, being fourteen, fifteen years old, I was just listening to stuff. And I, prior to that, and reason why it, the Circle Jerks was such a shocking or abrupt uh, change to my ears was because I was listening to things like. Um, uh, Howard Jones, nice. uh, Depeche Mode, The nice. Cure, and awesome. stuff that might, yeah, yeah, and, um, stuff and that stuff actually probably has a little bit more longevity in my life because I can still sometimes listen, you know, I, I, not sometimes, but I still quite enjoy that much more than I would probably revisit some of the other stuff that actually influenced my, which I do think is at the core of my morals and different things that yeah, punk yeah. rock and hardcore kind of brought to me is totally. the way I live my life still currently, but sonically it's not as much as like when i'm cruising around mowing the lawn i'm probably not listening to that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know so did you get exposed to um were you like did you were you partying as a kid no no never no i a uh, minor threat was like i was like i lined up with that right away i was like hell yeah that's what's up that's um, amazing and also because as a kid um when you're running around with a skateboard surfing shaved head or long hair or whatever it is and you got other kind of rowdy friends and you got a lot of grownups that are staring down at you, kind of judging you for all this stuff. Already. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I always wanted to be like, oh, you think I'm like that, but I'm not. I'm mm -hmm. like this. Like, I never even touched that stuff. I just, I do stupid shit because I'm stupid. You know, not <laughs> <Yeah>. because I'm, because <laughs> I choose to do dumb shit. Um, I think that's... Um, that's that's where that comes from like where so it was almost like and then so i'd already kind of made that commitment to myself yeah because <clears throat> i didn't want to be that kid in the locker room that was like yo like yo we went to this party last night and we drank a 12 pack and i was always turned off from any of that kind of um conversation straight away yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh and so when i started getting introduced to some of these bands like like minor threat or and i was like they had lyrics that were like whoa like it really it was so l exciting because i was like listening to this band this guy's screaming he's got all this stuff to say that i like what he's saying Relate so, to it. yeah so age. so yeah so i as soon as i i had the, the support from random people in washington dc <laughs> where yeah. you know or or new york city i was like yeah oh, i got there's like, I don't know these people and I, they might not even be alive anymore. <laughs> um, but I love what they're saying. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that was a lot of support through all my, cause I never had like a group of necessary drug free or straight edge friends through high school, or, but, um, not at all. They just, it, but I found this, 
this music that supported what I liked already. And then I just became, I was just, I felt, even though I was different with maybe other people that were, that like to smoke weed or yeah. drink booze or whatever, I was like, but it's okay that I don't. And these guys back me and And then I realized that these kids didn't care that I did or didn't yeah. anyway. There was no, the peer pressure was out because I was like, fuck no. And once you just put a pin in it, no one, people push when they can. Totally. But yeah. if you just stand there, you're like, no. It's, 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 then they just go, all right. <laughs> Most Making of the time. The same shit for sure, yeah. And if they keep pushing you, then it's either, it's either a fight or you just realize you just, you just stop talking to each other, you know? It's, so yeah. it's fine. Adam used, to, Adam used to get drunk to Gorilla Biscuits, right? I did. Great music <laughs> to get hammered to. So anthemic, so positive. <laughs> You you did that before you were straight edge, right? Yeah. So, but so I th- I think one of the things that comes with hardcore is there's definitely a a philosophy built into it that is rebellious against a lot of things we take for norms. If you don't mm. really think about it, you know, like everyone just assumes getting drunk is normal. What yeah. grown ups do mm. and all these things and, and hardcore kind of can really impact, especially when you're that young. Totally. And really change the way you look at the world forever. And even if you don't, like you're saying, sonically, maybe it doesn't resonate with you as you get older. But those those questions that it provoked you to ask, you carry those with you for the rest of your life. They're going to impact 100%, everything that you do. Yeah, that's what I guess. Yeah, absolutely. That's Agree. It. That's what my thread exactly did to me. There was the right timing when the first time I heard him. I hadn't tried anything. And then I heard it. And I'm like, wow, it's aggressive. I could skate to it. And they're telling me I don't have to drink to be cool. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah, that was so, it, man. Yeah, so I've never, I never did anything. Yeah, your whole still, life. Wow, my whole life. man, yeah. it's amazing. I didn't know that. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You look it. great. For, you look great too for your thirties. Looking good. I'm 44, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be 45. Wow. Eventually, I mean, wow. everyone, everyone has to. I thought you were way younger than me. It's crazy. I, I um, yeah. That's I amazing. Mean, so you never tried nothing your whole life, just like me. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, never. Uh, I really. I'm not curious at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, it just passed me, I guess, too. It's just like beyond me. Yeah, so. Once it passes that one part of your life, I think it's just good to go, I think. I don't know. Maybe. I mean. Not that you weren't good to go before you went strong enough to stand up for yourself or what you believe, but still. No, There's but pressure. that's a critical part where everybody, well, if there's something um, somebody's telling you that it tastes horrible and makes you sick, um, you essentially, at a influential part of um part of your life you push through those points to get to the part where you actually enjoy it <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah if you yeah i think it does probably affect you in that way where you're young and you want to participate and you want to do that stuff and you like adam saying it's the norm so yeah. you do it um so you push through like this is this is really gross and, I, and then the next day you're like i can't actually function i mean we got school five days a week and then now Friday, I'm going to go out and I'm going to ruin my Saturday. Yeah. And now maybe Sunday, but then Sunday's got to be cut short because I got to start again on Monday. It's the Good craziest point. thing to go out and and make yourself sick mm. when, you, when you're a kid and you only got, at least, you know, it's all, you know, what you actually showed up for during the week. I don't know. But. See, the key is you just got to do it every single day. Then <laughs> yeah. you don't get <laughs> sick becomes, anymore. Then it becomes normal. That's yeah, right. then, then your body gets used to it. Yeah, for that fully time, functional yeah. teenage. Can't half-ass yeah. it. But Adam, you, did, it you did that in your later life, Whole right? Acid. You weren't doing that early. Yeah, so I, I actually started drinking when I was 13 years old. Yeah, which, you, But, but it, England is culturally different. Like bars, yeah. you, like our age of, of drinking is 18. So mm-hmm. everything kind of goes down. 
and and for me it was tons of fun right out of the gate you know i was a pretty shy kid and alcohol brought me out of myself mm. and uh then i discovered like i got yeah i discovered hardcore through drinking but i sort of took those lessons on board and and stopped <clears throat> drinking for a long time and then were uh, you straight edge for a minute i was straight edge for a, for well a, i remember that you i don't know if you would remember this but i remember the first time ever seeing you i still remember seeing you which is the weird thing. You have puka shells on, big white t-shirt, <laughs> yes. and you were playing in a band called Shelter. Yes. Yes. And you were playing at a place called Soma in San Diego, California. I remember the show. And you were playing with a band called Earth Crisis. Mm -hmm. I yes. remember that yeah. tour. You guys remember that? Yep. It, I remember that tour well. <laughs> I do too. But you wouldn't know that because I was just standing on a wall. and and I, But I remember you. I remember your hair. I remember your yes. brown hair. Yep. And, I, and, and you were... Thinner then? Yes, I was. And thank you. And thank when you I that, when Dave. I add the thin part right now, Thanks I'm just saying because he's so he's swole. He's, he's swole. He's in shape. Jacked. Thank you. Thank you. Jacked. He's Muscular a man. man. Of, he's thank a man you. of men yes. now. But um, um, but then he was young and uh, we're, we're, you weren't boozing in that band. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It was it was that band that drove me back yeah. to the back to the booze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I think Straight Edge was great for me. Like it yeah. it. it it really set me up for a period of my life that was yeah. was you know it, it got me from point a to point b the problem was is i still had some like i grew up loving rock and roll and heavy metal yeah. and i kind of had some of that programming that came from that in me so when i got into h2o and h2o is a is a very respect everybody's kind of personal choice mm -hmm. band um group of fellas brothers and uh yeah i just went off yeah went nuts we yeah. say that you had some dark passengers Yes, that's a, that's a good way of putting it. But they have they have uh, they've gotten off the ride now, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, how many years sober now? Uh, it will be eleven years on September sixth. Wow, yeah, man. it's crazy. I remember the last time was that in Japan. Uh, Japan was the time, the last time before the last time. Last time was actually in New York with Scott Vogel from from Terra. Um, but it was the day <laughs> we arrived back from Japan. So, yeah, wow. it was just sort of one long binge, and then and then that was it. Wow. Was it. And so, um, your wife drinks. She does. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, wife drinks Adam. Uh, no, really, she doesn't. I think the last time she I saw her drink was for like three or four years ago. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I think. Yeah, my wife has a glass of wine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's daily, but yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> put her on blast. <laughs> I don't know. You know, she doesn't start drinking at five or anything like that. It might be six, but um, no, no, she 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 she, she enjoys wine, and if it's a cold day and there's a beer sitting around she she might drink it yeah awesome um all right so you pick up a guitar you're in high school what are your goals in high school like what do you do what do you want to do when you get out what do you want to do with your life Dave? yeah uh honestly i thought i wanted to work on the docks wow i wanted to be a, uh, a welder and uh i wanted to have a fridge full of uh different kinds of exotic root beers that's real that's 100% real. Exotic root beers? I don't know. I just thought maybe there was a lot of root beers out there in the world that I didn't know about. Do you love root beer? I did. Yeah, I still wow. I don't really My drink. Son loves root I beer, I kind of soda from for me at this point in my life is I, it's a real treat, but I don't uh, it's not a goal. This is, we're talking about like a no, I know. 17 year old kid. Did you like, ever achieve the fridge with the exotic root beers in no, it? No, no, but I can I could do it now. Yeah, put it in the bucket I, list. I, the truth is, well I could do it. It's just now my <laughs> dreams have changed. Mm. I don't work on the docks, um, yeah. uh, and uh, but I, I I did. That's what I thought I would want to do. I wanted to have like a little house and it's nice. uh, just live on the harbor. I don't know. What Surf. did you What did you do then instead? I went into construction. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I started doing construction right out of school, but um, music had started. I mean, uh, playing uh, you know a little hardcore band and stuff like that was a priority. Well, and, my dead body um, was the first one. Actually, the first one called Built to Last. That's right, Built to Last. That's yeah. right. Was that the uh, Fighting Irish dude? Uh, oh my god, dude! Hang on, I don't think I, we had a Fighting Irish guy. Yes, you did. Said Built to Last, and it was like the Irish. Oh dude yeah, that, yes, we did. Yeah. I didn't even know you were in that band because I thought it was yeah. the other band. I had yeah. that T-shirt. We must have played with you guys at the barn or something or somewhere. Oh back yeah, then. maybe. I used to have that shirt. Holy shit! Yeah, we did have the little fight. That, yeah, the little dude, you even know your fucking logo, dude. I, well, I, I hate. It was a fighting Irish dude. Just, it was a long time ago. Yo, Dave, I know yeah. you're the fucking band. That's fucking yeah. that shirt we played with you guys. How do you remember that? How do you remember you had, had the, that shirt? You just became you just became so much cooler. No, <laughs> Dave, I had the fucking shirt we played with you guys. Built the last with Irish. I wore that because I was fighting Irish. I'm Irish. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow, that's what's up. Okay, so that was your first band. Yes. And, um, uh, yeah, and it, you know, just with everything, I mean, construction worked well with that, you, w w with anything, I mean, you could, um, you know, come and go call, call, totally. the, call the contractors that you knew and say, Hey, I'm back in, you know, I'm, or I'm in town. I'm, I was in town a lot. It's not like we were touring, but I mean, we did do weekend gigs yeah, and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It worked out in my life and, um, and I did that for, <clears throat> that's what I did. It's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I d ended up, um, I think I actually ended up. Yeah, then that kind of definitely faded. Um, just our just went away. Yeah, and um, and then uh, I was I wanted I thought I wanted to get committed to music. You know, I, I mean, I did want to get committed to music. It was just hard. I didn't know what to do. I was looking at like I played in hardcore bands, and that's what I was a fan of. Yeah. But then I was looking at the hardcore bands that were coming through that were like the biggest ones, such as. Uh, I mean, if I were to say, I mean, Sick of It All at that time yeah. was a little special because they were on a major label. They yeah. are, they were, went on to like Electra Records. They might, they were actually, East a, West. they were actually yeah. in a, okay, they yeah. were actually on a bus and it was a little different, you know, yeah. but I was, if I was thinking more like Snapcase yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Strife and yeah. um, uh, Earth Crisis, yeah. Yeah, everyone was traveling in vans and as about as good as you could get was a trailer in mm -hmm. a van. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't the truth? Right? A trailer in a van. And so I was, I just kind of, kind of clicked and I was thinking about, yeah, we're, we're practicing a couple nights a week. Maybe we're playing weekend gigs. Maybe we do a little run up to Seattle back down. Maybe we, we did one like North American run that was just a, just a sh shit show, <laughs> but we did it. And, um, um, not much direction in, in a lot of that stuff, but I just started looking at like, and I was looking at the bands that were doing well. I was like, I knew I wanted to play music, but I was kind of starting to feel like hardcore was going to be a rough road mm. um, as far as a f future. Okay. You know, in music. What year would that be? Was it early 90s? No, uh, uh, 97, 98, okay. you know, okay. um, around there. Um, late, late, more late 90s. Um, and uh, I was just thinking that... Uh, so I was like, I want to do music, but I don't know where I'm going to go or how I'm going to do it. So I think I started trying to figure out other things with music at that time, like mm -hmm. direct direction with music, different direction. But then, um, so I was trying other bands that n nothing really came of it. Like, uh, tried doing, being in one band where we actually did some showcases and stuff in Los Angeles, which just made me feel gross Yeah, and it didn't connect that scene didn't work but then i then over my dead body was actually already happening okay and then they ended up um i can't remember if they lost a guitar player they're just like you know what? why don't you come and play guitar also i can't totally remember 
Um, but then I ended up got invited into that band. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, was, that felt more comfortable, more, more, at least that was my zone. Yeah. My lane. And so I went back and started playing in, um, over my dead body. And they were doing good too. You guys are playing all around, right? Are they touring I mean, <laughs> better so than built to last. I mean, yeah. better than built to last. They had yeah. much, be- uh, bet more support, more yeah. of a net, more of a network. Plus is a couple years later. I feel like the development was fast from just being on message boards to yeah. actually, um, uh, full blown internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that singer's name? Uh, Daniel. He was awesome. Man. Daniel I remember Sand. Him. Yeah. yeah. Shot him out. He um, was awesome. He's, um, <laughs> he's, t- He's still awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, all those guys are, uh, I mean, so many of those guys from that world for me are awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're still what they are, you know, like they were all at our age that we're at now and, 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 uh, and they're still about that life, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. And, and still very familiar, still, I'm In the sure. Mix, going to shows, yeah. All that well, shit, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about shows. I can't speak for that. But I bet you, if you were to still put all the same guys in the same room, it would be the same jokes. It'd be the same yeah. energy. And yeah, so was, I think they're all still living a lot of. They're all living a lot of what they were saying back then. Um, it's awesome. The, the core. I, I don't know about a lot of the outliers and all that stuff. But uh, the guys that I'm specifically thinking of yeah. right now, they're still really. Um, Really, the same guys, you yeah. know, in, in a good way. I don't mean like they're stunted no, in their no, development. No. They're just I get what I, I I can relate. They're not full of shit. Exactly. Yeah. So you so you're doing construction, doing uh, over my dead body at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I'm still trying to pursue other ad- ad- avenues of music. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what to do, and I didn't know. I still didn't know where to go or what to do. So, um, yeah. But that's when, um. Yeah, that's that's when I reached out to another friend of mine from being my teenage years. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this for Boxcar Racer? Yeah, for Boxcar Racer, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, yeah, I don't know, we're supposed to transition into something here. No, that's it felt great, like a yeah. transition. No, it's great. That's smooth. That was great. For your second podcast, that was really well done, Dave. I love Boxcar. That was really well done. I love Boxcar Racer. It's such a great tour with you guys. Yeah, yeah well, Boxcar actually, I mean, so many steps in your life, uh, brought me to wherever or anyone where they're going and that one was a it's just a massive one actually being connected with you guys was a huge um for um because there's so much i don't want to just freaking go off on all kinds of tangents but yeah i mean uh yeah so ultimately uh, tom uh, that um is a singer and played in a band called blink 182 yeah, I think the listeners heard of them for sure. <laughs> yeah, and um, so we all like, you know, when we were kids in high school, I had a band that we mentioned earlier called Them that was about as good as that name was. And then um, then we also had a band called The Get Down Clowns, a band called Iconoclasts, and at the time there was a band called Blink. And we were all friends, and we all played, we'd uh, have a New Year's Eve house party, the bands would play. We just like, and but at the end of the day, it was all built around skateboarding. And uh, yeah, I saw pictures of Tom recently. He can shred. I saw him skating, he, jump ramps, you know all what? this shit, dude. He he would he he had some tricks. He did, man. He had some tricks. Yeah, but um, I don't think he could do that stuff anymore. I'm pretty sure. He, <laughs> but none of us, you know, I can't. None of us. <clears throat> not all of us are Toby. But um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, that was our group. No, that was our network when I was when I, you know, in my latter part of the high school and in, yeah. into my just fresh out of high school years was that. And then so well, Tom and I had been connected from then. He obviously went on to um, 
pursue um, more, you know, you know, doing all the, I don't know, different sort of surf tours and stuff like that with Pennywise and yeah, 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 yeah. face to face and all those, yeah, a lot of those. Um, you brought my son the first tours, yeah, 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 and 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 Blink just just so much momentum and so many things, and so it wasn't really too much in my spectrum for a handful of years but you know you're still a kid from being a kid you creates that foundation and that so it was still someone comfortable in my life you know yeah, 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 yeah so even though he was um really out there living that kind of life um it was someone that at that time i was able to still kind of reach out to for direction yeah of cool of where to go and and what to do tr- trying to um, pursue music as pursue well. music in a different way yeah. or on a different level that would give me more opportunities and um and so i did reach out to him about that and uh he was open to having a conversation and and i think for him he was looking it was just timing he yeah. was he was he, uh, from reaching out to him asking about what to do where to go i was playing you know i was in these bands but i was wanting to be you know have be able to have increase the size of my box essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he was just timing. He was looking for the same thing. He had wow. been doing blank, you know, and felt like he had kind of categorized himself a certain way. And he was looking, he was fans of all these other bands like the refused and Jimmy world. And just a lot of things at that time, even down to uh, dashboard confessional, like he yeah. was just, he was just things that he felt like he's never going to be able to express in um blink. in blink yeah so it was just like me coming from one world and him coming from another world and and that's when we started talking about boxcar racer wow and where that name come from do you know um uh, travis uh, a guy named travis barker <laughs> um a percussionist a percussionist yeah. you might have heard of yeah. whatever. um he he came up with it okay. um and i don't I feel like he might have even, I don't know if he had a band or it was just a band name he was holding on to from yeah. his youth that he was always wanting to use. Yeah. And, um, and it was just something he was always wanting to. So I believe he, he's the one that ultimately threw it out there. Yeah. So, and it came and went. Uh, I, originally it was Tom and I were supposed to do kind of an acoustic record with some programmed um, electronic percussion. Yeah. And then I guess at some point him and Travis had like a real in a deep conversation and Travis was like, nah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Wow. Cause I think at the time, uh, Travis would probably really, um, I mean, it's so long ago. I don't really know, but he might, I think maybe he was actually programming and kind of dabbling with some electronic stuff or playing yeah, around. I with it. So, I, so I think, um, Tom was kind of looking at, maybe they were talking about it, but then Travis was like, nah, I want to do this. Like, and then just all of a sudden became like a band. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. for a minute, uh, a band for a minute. You know, was but it just one album? Right? Just one album. This is like this is Blink at their peak. I mean, they've always been huge, mm-hmm. but when Boss Car dropped, Blink were at their absolute height. It was like mania yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. You I, I, I didn't live. In it. Yeah, <clears throat> no, it was just I. I don't know. Again, yeah. I, you know, the inner struggles that an artist has. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom wanted to express himself and I think the band had planned on taking a break. Um, it was after their cleverly named record called take off your pants and jacket. That's right. Um, it was like 2002 or three or something maybe. Yeah. <coughs> right. 
Uh, that tour with you was 2002, I think. That's when you and yeah. So it was yeah. right before it was two, that record probably came out in 2000, 2001. With the used, that was a great tour, man. And yeah. then yeah, then we went out in 2002, and that's when uh, the Bosch Racer record came out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think they were going on some sort of little break. I think um, Hoppus Mark was going to do some acting. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I think that was what Hoppus wanted to do with some of his time, and then I think Tom with his time uh, wanted to do um, music that he yeah. was craving. Yeah. yeah. Was the single There Is? Is that the song? That was one of them. Yeah, it's a great song, man. There's uh, some great yeah. songs in there, man. There were. Yeah, I love that record. Yeah. That's that a cool fucking record. Some yeah, were. man. Yeah, I like that record a lot. W- what was the reception? Yeah. When that record came out, Dave, Dave, when that record came out, what was, <laughs> uh, what was the re- well, our reaction? Was it, it was a pretty big record, right? I think. Um, I think I uh, overheard a kid on the side of the stage go, oh, please, please, Lord, just play a Blink song. But... <laughs> No, just kidding. Um, no, <coughs> I, yeah, it was weird. It was cool. I mean, but I, people I, loved it. I mean, the shows were yeah, great. Yeah, they did. I mean, the shows were great, and the people loved it. But I think it actually kind of grew momentum after okay. that okay. part. For some reason, it just became a romantic idea that that was. It came and went so fast, and um, it's one tour, right? Yeah, one tour. I mean, we did some one-off, some festivals, wow. some radio shows, some holiday stuff. Um, so it was kind of almost like a record cycle year. Just no no backup from that record cycle year. And, um, and, um, yeah, it was just a year. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, so as, I mean, it was like, same as Hazen Street. Yeah. Same as Hazen Street. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, <clears throat> it was just kind of this thing that I think kind of actually grew over, over time, you know, from people missing it. Yeah. And, um, and where, when we did it, it was just kind of like, oh, like a, one-off thing and it kind of it's some version of i mean for me it was it was um it was really above anything i ever participated in or i mean not even until hazen street but yeah until hazen street but not even (laughs) i can't not even saying that's not giving any justice it's just that for them though it must have been i mean from where like what adam was saying with where they were at with blink it it definitely wasn't anywhere near that you yeah, know. for you it's like this is a big yeah, it's a big yeah. Deal. So for me, yeah. it was like oh, I was just I was nauseous for the whole time and just waiting for people to, uh, you know, find out where you know that I didn't actually belong there. But wow, case of the imposter syndrome. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like being in those studios and being all this, I was like, fuck, this is so weird. But that was normal to them. Yeah, you know, like going and hanging out. Uh, Convoy or Conrad I don't know these studios? Fancy studios yeah, up Charlotte here Conrad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ship Station I don't, I don't If you know, it's like all new I mean you come from yeah, My dead body I'm not I'm, I'm not even On the Like I I actually remember When Tom We had talked about Boxcar And I was in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts Playing some sort Of a hardcore festival And mm. Converge Was headlining Worcester Palladium probably, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we were playing up in like the staircase. I know what you're upstairs. I said the Worcester. Yeah. Worcester Palladium. And then upstairs. so they had the main stage. Yeah, and upstairs. Know? And we were playing like I felt like on the three st- the three stairs. It's like you're playing on a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we've pretty done much. It, done it many times. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. Yeah. Okay. And I remember being there and I remember I was outside the Palladium and Tom called saying like, hey, this is real. Like MCA wants to do this record. Like you've got wow. to come home now. And I was like, oh, like, I'm not in Ranch Barado right now. I'm in Worcester, Massachusetts. He's like, you got to get home. Wow. But um, anyway, but that was the phone call. I remember that. Yeah. But it, ultimately, it was like something he wanted to do. He, he, he got real support from the record label at that time, which was MCA. Yeah. Um, 
and uh and then um so that was different that's where i was coming from great tour man great great tour tour. it's great one tour to do yeah yeah well that was so bringing me to yeah getting to be with you guys yeah that was a big i mean because the reality is my going back to my lane or my zone or my comfort was you guys you know so getting to go and um when there was a potential uh tour and shows and h2o came up i was just like over the over the moon I didn't. I, I could have never imagined getting to actually meet you guys in person. You know, let Thank alone you, that was amazing. Travel around and play shows with you, and then hang out on the bus. And no, that was super fun. Oh, that was man. amazing. That was just such a amazing tour. Bizarre. I mean, I got rusty <laughs> pistachio there. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it was a real. No, it's super I mean, fun, it, that, that really solidifies everything. I mean, I remember what I wore, um, the, you wearing winos and having your hair. I could never do the hair slick back thing, but you back and the in, Rancid yeah, videos. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was Time Bomb Time or Rudy, bomb, yeah. or, but I remember just thinking, like, I wanted to like look just like you, I thought. You know, like <laughs> I was you, like, man. so I was a... Uh, and seeing Adam back in the day playing with Shelter. Oh, yeah. You know, like I was so familiar with you guys, you know. So, yeah, it you was. came from the core. You knew it. It, you know it I mean? was really comforting for me. I'd been to all your guys' shows. Um, I guess through. I even played with you. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you, you did. Built the last yeah. yeah, probably the bar. Um, but, you know, I'd, I'd definitely been to, um, you know, all your, all, all your gigs, you know. Mm-hmm. So, whenever you came to Southern California. So, yeah, it was very. It was. And, but I never really, yeah, I didn't have that personal connection. But then when I was able to be in that level, yeah, it was and awesome. we were able to share that six weeks, seven weeks together. It was a long ass tour. Yeah, Holy shit. You, you guys are really great to us, too. Like, yeah. we never felt like we were, we were, you know, like the lowly openers. You guys took really good care of us on that tour. I don't think I had anything to do with that. But, well, thank you, Dave. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was all because of me. Were you, you wilding uh, on that tour? Uh, very, very, very much so. Yeah, that was full on rock fantasy. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting hammered every night and being I, a jackass. We had fun. I, it, I, it was I remember, blast. Like, I remember. Yeah, we can't say, uh, but yeah, I remember things. Yeah, I do. I do remember. Best forgotten. I do remember going on the bus, uh, on Tom's bus, and he was smoking weed with my brother. And then leaving that bus, and I felt so lightheaded, like I got a contact. Yeah. I felt so far. Edge break. Edge out, break a lot. I hung out, hung out there a little bit too long. They listened to Fagazi and mm. all the and GB and Civ record with Tom and Todd. And I walked out. I was like, damn, yeah. this is sketchy. Just my head was like, maybe I, I, I just remember on that tour, it's like the first time I was around anyone of that level of fame. Because I just remember, like, I was at Denny's with with Travis and a couple other people. Mm. And we were walking back to the venue and literally cars were stopping on the street. Yeah, and I was like, this yeah. is Damn. nuts. Like yeah. I've never been around anyone who's getting treated like that. It was, yeah. It was crazy they to see They were massive it. still. They had songs in the radio, massive. videos, all that. Yeah, they were. I mean, they they actually needed security. Which yeah. Is, mm-hmm. you know, Fousey. Fousey Logue. Yeah, Fousey Logue. Yeah. Wow, man. So that tour yeah. was like six or seven weeks, huh? I think so. Damn, yeah, man. It was to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, so that that yeah, was th- that me. was 2002. Yeah, Hazen Street was the next year because our record came out in 2004. Yeah, so when we started, uh, you gave me a phone call uh, sometime shortly after that and into the next year, 2003. Yeah, about want, having this idea with Chad and putting something together and uh, <clears throat> asking me if I wanted to be a part of it, and I was like, um, yes. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, again, <laughs> uh, for my for everything that I had grown up listening to from being around, you know, I mean, the, the you know, uh, Freddie um, and being a 
true fan of Madball. Yeah. And, um, and all, you know, it was, it was, it was, I thought it was very valuable to me, you know, being from, yeah, just the suburbs of San Diego. It was kind of like, how could you ever meet these people, let alone, you know, actually share a meal and, and, um, you know, real, really sort of engage in lives with people from so far apart. Yeah, so far away too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was awesome. It worked out great in the demo and the recording at Swing House, all that stuff, writing the songs and... Well, I don't know. Yeah, would and uh, I. Uh, do you remember demoing in Brooklyn? Yeah, at that loft. It was. I don't know if it was considered a loft, but it was in Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah. And that was. Yeah, I just remember spending a lot of time there too. But um, Ahoya didn't actually remember that. Um, I do remember the Dumbo studio, but yeah, I, I remember the guy was. <laughs> yeah, but it was upstairs, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of interesting, you know, real life experiences of <laughs> yes. hanging out with the. Uh, some other uh, Queens guys, George yeah. and his George and his mom and making food, Colombian food and, you know, playing softball. And it's like weird. I'm just like super, so, New York, super New York so vibes. surreal for me to be like, Oh, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing here? But I got here. I'm here and this is, and everyone, it was really as a big, it's been a big part of my life. Yeah. And, it was really uh, fun continues. making that record and that whole project. It's, I'm proud of that record. And yeah. This experience of and the songs we made, you know, Oh well With that group of people You know Well it was just uh, I think the timing of it Everybody Yeah Again it's kind of The same story of things That I did Boxcar for Is the same reason Why Hazen Street Came to fruition too Is there was just Some hopes Of doing something A little bit different Or allowing yourself To uh, explore things A little bit on a different level than what would have been expected to do things in uh, Mad Bull or H2O or yeah. different thing, you know, like there's, you know, as much as you, you do a band and you, you kind of, you're damned if you do or damned if you don't, like if you stand still, people kind of get bored of you. And if you change, then they hate you. So, so true, man. Kind of damned no matter what you do. Yeah. You're <laughs> damned no matter what you do. <laughs> but, um, that. And yeah, in, in, in that world more than any, I think sometimes with uh, hardcore is very uh, difficult to navigate. You're, you yes. know, in the, fact that you guys have now navigated it for i know it's a long time 20, yeah. 26 years yeah, yeah i was gonna say 30 damn hey, we'll get that <laughs> at some point. but i mean the fact that you guys have done it and and stayed interesting and relevant had the energy for it is uh extremely commendable oh, we took our legs up, man. when we went to mca we got the shit kicked out of us like people were just so mad yeah man like the, yeah. before they even heard a note of music they were yeah, judged yeah well that's just that's the curse. Yeah, that you is. know the is. curse of you wanting to succeed, and and I you still I still have it. You still have that sort of guilt of like I said something to Toby earlier today about like, well, I want to make money. I know that sounds horrible, those words coming out, but the fact is that's how we keep the lights on. I don't know what else mm-hmm. to say. I don't know how yeah. else to say it. Like, I don't want. And if you can make that money doing something you love, yeah, how is that bad? How is that bad? Know, but man. you just, you know, you just, you just, you're told that, and it's it's part of that world is anti-establishment, anti-thing. But you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, but to, to keep this going and to create, continue to create, I need the support. Yeah, yeah. and so true. And I still want to create these messages of support. And um, and anyway. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a it's it's definitely hard to do, and but you guys have done it, and I think I mean I'm just from watching you guys headline at um, a a venue, a local venue in San Diego, to watching you guys perform on the Liquid Dave Liquid Death live um, stream. 
I mean, I'm just always inspired to see you guys still having it and, and you know, it's, Thank you. it's exciting to still see you guys going. Thanks, man. He's try, he tries to keep it going, man. It's still fun. It's still fun. It's, yeah. it's well, still it fun. has to be, yeah. right? I mean, I yeah. always say, like, yeah. well, it has to, I mean, yeah. you can't have one without the other. You can't, I mean, it it has to be, at the end of the day, it has to be fun. You can't do it, like, otherwise there's no, there's not enough. There's other things to do. Yeah. You know. I, I Even if, even though the H2O stint was really short, I had so much fun. We did, like, six really great tours. It was a really fun year. We did so much in that one year, you know, Japan. Just oh, with uh, Hazel Street? Everything we did that one year was so, like, awesome. There was a, that was a packed year. I for, I mean, there was a lot of flying around, like, yes. uh, um, what do you call it? Like showcase, showcase in New yeah, York, like dude. in the middle of t- tours. And the, it was a weird, it was a, it was a long year. <laughs> Warp tour. The first tour we did was story yeah. of the year, opened up the house of blues in Florida. That was the first show, first tour. Yeah. You found glory in yellow car in Japan. Uh, Fucking POD tour in the U S POD was a long one. Yeah. That was a solid run. Um, but you know what? The, those guys are still like, They're and that's awesome, still part dude. of my life. Like Wolf, um, <laughs> uh, the drummer of POD, you know, his side gig is he's a home inspector. Okay. And he, he can't, they're like the, um, the guy that I work with that helped, uh, uh, uh you know, the real estate agent that yeah. he's like, Hey, uh, would you be, uh, is I, I gotta, we gotta hire that uh, a home inspector. Would you be okay if Wolf did it? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Wolf. I was like, yes, please. Have like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please have him come. Like it was, That's it's just awesome. cool. That he still has small world, uh, people's side gigs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and still very much so still involved with POD and yeah. they're still doing, doing a lot of stuff. I and, love you. Uh, it was so nice to us too. Man. They're so nice. And, and yeah. still to get a be on a, like now, now a different, like a part of our lives where we're both now got day jobs and doing things that, but we can still like somehow interact and intersect each other where, where we were part of each other's life, you know, friggin' so many years ago. Yeah. And now we just have this like normal thing, but yet we're still connected and people don't even like say that real estate guy or whatever. People don't really understand like, uh, maybe woven my, yeah. my connection. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to explain it to people, but when we get us, when I saw him, it was just like, dude, what? it was just cool. It's yeah. cool. It's, you know, it's the foundations you can build, um, w- you know, playing music and yeah. meeting people. Was the side, was, was coffee your side gig that turned into something full time real now? Like a real y- big deal for you, James coffee. Yeah. Coffee is my full time, full commit. Were you always a coffee drinker? Plan. No, no, not at all. I was very much so uh, anti-adult, and uh, coffee represented adults. It did. Yeah. I was just talking about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom drank Sanka. Then when I saw like Descendants in the 80s talking about drinking coffee, I'm like, how much older are these guys? They're singing about coffee. <laughs> Isn't that for my mom? Like, yeah. yeah. No, not to I be... Didn't, Go ahead. Not to be cliche, but I grew up drinking tea. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> Which yeah. would me, if I was in England, it would have been that would have been the adult yeah. grown up thing yeah. too. Like it's just what represented culturally, like as like I felt like yeah, all that stuff was just what grown ups did, and I didn't want any part of it. So yeah. I tried to stay with it as long as I could. But also being straight edge and at a point in my life being vegetarian for you know ten years or something. Yeah, which I'm I'm not anymore, but. Um, I spent a lot of time saying no to things. And, um, and so I think coffee came to me in my early thirties and, uh, in a way that I was just like, you know what, I'm, I just want to participate in an adult social activity mm. rather than going to a coffee shop and getting steamed milk and a cookie. 
which yeah. is what I was doing. Um, You're not drinking or anything, going to parties. So yeah, like, I was yeah. like, you know what? I, I, I like kind of, I wanted to, I like pursue, I, I guess I pursued it. Like I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to get into this. So, cause even though we can all sit at the table and, it don't matter. You you say you're drinking uh, apple, lemon, triple ginger juice, <laughs> yeah. and I'm drinking a coffee from a, a shop down the street, and um, Adam's actually drinking a coffee too. I would naturally feel more connected with Adam, I think, in a social... Wow. Like, I think I felt like if we were going to socially, because at the end of the day, right, him and I can have a conversation about this, just an added level no, of I got you. connection. You know, like right now, I'm not going to compare what I'm drinking to what you're drinking. If we're just shooting the shit and just spending time together, this might be something where we actually kind of get to gossip about. Yeah, there's a culture, there's a culture to it. Yeah. For sure. And I think it comes with touring musicians as yeah. well. Like when you get to a new town, like you're looking for places to go. And yeah. Quite often it's like, let's find the best coffee shop in the city. True. And that's our day going yeah. there and having coffee and going back to the venue. And, later. and it could be, a whole day if you go rusty. Oh yeah. yeah, rusty. Rusty will take you take you around the house. I can only so. imagine. Yeah, as much as I'm an enthusiast. Uh, yeah. Yo, like a fucking ten mile walk. For I would be intimidated out. if yeah. I was traveling with. Rusty You better pack right a now. lunch. Yeah. You got coffee with Rusty. He'll have like ten espressos and be totally yeah. fine. Then walk back yeah. like yeah. it's yeah. fucking. Yeah. He he really is the coffee yeah. leader, but I, I see him maybe starting some kind of coffee related business too yeah he, me too he's been training as a barista and really putting time into the game he has so. yeah i've got i yeah. got and not i know he's actually been shadowing shifts at yeah, shops for free yeah, yeah for just a like long time man. just to learn but yeah. i also have uh just a massive text thread with him yeah about <laughs> hey 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 dave uh you know like how, how do i you know like what do you think about this it's it's, it's really fun for me because that's the thing is like we can be connected so many levels and just to have like one more layer of connection it's beyond music really yeah. yeah 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 so and it's it's yeah it's beyond music it's like we don't have to just have that it's like we get to talk about yeah the coffee yeah. or you know construction she's working yeah on. i mean that's the thing yeah. it's like rusty and i can actually gab about yeah. a lot of things motorcycles construction yeah. coffee not, guitar playing yeah. yeah you guys have so a lot much of YouTube, we, we never even talk about guitar we got yeah. every like yeah, i've never <laughs> talked to him about guitar a, because he's so much better than me, but... That's the last thing on Rusty's mind right now. But like, we just talk about, you know, he's just got so many other levels. Anyway. I know, yeah, I know, he, I know. He, so, so I wanted to, ultimately, I wanted to, I pursued it for that reason, you know, so that when you are, say, going to get up and I see my friends, they need that cup of coffee or they want to do this or they want to go search it out. It's like, I just get to be part of it too, yeah. you know? I you're felt part like of I, the morning rituals. You're yeah, there. and yeah, I'll be like, you know what, I will, I will try that. Let me, let yeah. me try that. Like, or, or what, what are you getting? I, I'll get that too or something. You know, it's just fun. Do you continually try different coffees? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's an artistry to it, you know, when it's yes. done, right? Yes, I think so. I know just there is right or wrong is hard to say. Mm-hmm. I just like to look for intention in whatever cup someone has created. Did they mean to do that? Mm. Um if they meant to do it, then I don't try to judge them on that. I don't say I like that or it's bad because I don't like it. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means I don't like it, but they intended to do that. So they're doing a good job. There's a difference. And, uh, I just get really grumpy when I see someone just be sloppy and not, Mm. not care. Is it safe to say that like my son loves Starbucks? Is that like for like a younger generation of kids? Who haven't really stepped up their no, I expertise don't know. to no, something? No, 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 not, no. Not to, dis, not to diss them because they're corporation or anything. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't but diss my them. My son's like, I love Starbucks better. Me. I'm like, all right, okay. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's a it's connection. It yeah. really comes down to it's subjective. You can't. Starbucks a hundred percent intends to do exactly what they're doing, so they do yeah. a great job at doing what they're doing. Got yeah. you. But if you don't like it, yeah, then it doesn't mean that they're doing they're bad. It yeah. just means you don't like it. Telling 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 Max they're garbage doesn't it doesn't hit him. Why yeah. would you try to influence him if he likes it? Yeah, and they're doing what they want to do. It's not like they're like, dude, I, they're doing it's not like right. when you talk to Starbucks, they're like, they're like, oh man, I keep trying to do this other thing and it keeps, <laughs> yeah. it just keeps coming out like that. It's like, they yeah. want to do that. Like yeah. that's a hundred percent what they want to do. And yeah. And so who's to say that it's, it, it's bad no, or, or it's, or, and, and the same thing is like someone to try to convince me that Starbucks is good or that I should like them and be like, well, that's not really, cup, I don't line up with that. Just like, just like yeah. music. Any form, different forms of art, yeah. or so that's what the artistry for me is. Is subjective. Is that artist mean? If that guy was trying to paint a whale and he painted a dolphin, <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, is that, that doesn't look like a whale to you? He's like, no, bro, it looks like a dolphin. <laughs> it's like that's a bad, probably bad piece of art. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if that it doesn't mean that. that I guess that's why. I, I don't know if that's a good analogy. Well, you know like how this wine tasting, is there like a coffee tasting thing people yes, do? Yes, 100%. So oh, yeah. you, you drive and a bunch of people show up and try different coffees? Yeah. Uh, drive? Like you drive like the, like the wine. <laughs> There's not you, like you, a bus, like you go a like, sober no, rider. You, you, you drive someplace in this <clears throat> field and it's, it's a nice place that people are sipping wines. Well, we don't that. have the uh, cult, uh, well, uh, the... It's coffee culture is huge, man. Yeah, but generally we don't have... So mm, coffee ultimately doesn't grow well in this environment at all. So... Um, so we don't have, there is Southern California coffees. Uh, there's one farm, one producer. There might be, I believe there's wow. another one that is trying, but <clears throat> not to, can you gossip? I don't, it's the juice ain't worth the squeeze is what, yeah. what is okay. I, how I would say, yeah. like what it takes to try to grow coffee here in Southern California isn't realistic. It's, um, it's a cliche. It's, it's just a angle or a catch just to say you did it or say yeah. it is it is what it is but what's your copy but i was gonna say there are there are definitely once you start drinking like certain kinds of coffee you'll develop a, a for want of a better term an educated palate where you start to recognize like there's coffee that has certain flavors intermingling and when you first drink coffee it just tastes like it's just coffee but as you start drinking more coffee and you start paying a little bit more attention you'll catch you know, maybe this one's got a little bit of a blackberry flavor. Maybe this mm. one's got a little bit of, of a chocolate hint. And it, it becomes really interesting. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun to drink good coffee. It's, yeah, there's a lot of complexities to it. And um, from the way the coffee is ultimately, uh, well, everything from the origin of the coffee to the way yeah. the coffee's processed to the way the coffee's then uh, roasted. And then at the final stage, that's the big difference between wine is wine is kind of... Uh, you, you wine is the processing essentially becomes immediately bottled. Yeah. There's still so many variables to ultimately make a cup of coffee. Um, yeah. That complicate things with coffee. But um, when you do from trial and error and from trying and trying and trying, you do learn these little nuances and little things that do change within just a naked cup of coffee. Yeah, which I just call this is yeah. drip. What we say the pros of drinking coffee for if you're a healthy person like myself and I'm having having a rough go at coffee, I love it. I quit. I go back and forth. The, the best reason to drink coffee is because you enjoy drinking coffee. Yeah, everything else is a side benefit. Like mm -hmm. like caffeine has you know cognitive benefits. Obviously, it makes you you know mentally sort of up. Um, 
it will help with fat loss. It'll raise your metabolism a little bit. But these are these are minuscule compared to just the simple enjoyment of sitting down and having a cup with your friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But 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 there is a thing where if I do like a if you do a juice cleanse or do any kind of cleanse, uh, you've told me that you can have a black coffee in the morning. Yeah. Well, and, the, the, the devil's in the help or not help. The devil's in the dose, right? Like like a cup of black coffee in the morning is it's probably going to do you some good. Like thirteen cups of coffee a day, not so much. You know, it, it's yeah. What, what's too much coffee a day? It, I, that that does depend on the, the individual person. human. Yeah. You know, just like I mean, there's so many things that people are more tolerant or intolerant of and coffee is one of those things where people can be more intolerant to either the caffeine or the acidic nature of coffee yeah um that will like you said it gives you stomach problems or just yeah uh the caffeine gives you jitters but i mean also you have to reflect and try to track down how much water are you drinking in your day how much uh, what's your caloric intake There, Mm. there has to be a pro and con and a push and pull to everything there's um it's just what does how does it affect you if 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 you're a person that's more intolerant, but you enjoy coffee, then drink less coffee. Um, but um, how know. many coffee shops do you have? Three. And you have a roasters too, right? Yes. And there's so a workshop. Deep in the coffee game. Yeah. Deep, deep in the coffee game. I mean, we're somewhere in the coffee game. Would you expand like to up here this way or no? LA's a real motherfucker, man. There's a lot of coffee shops here. Uh, not really worried about that. Uh, it's not because it's the coffee is consumed by so many individuals so many times you know yeah. either a day or within a week that I, there's probably still well enough if you're doing a good job if i believe with whatever you're doing and if you do a good job then there's room for you you know yeah i would never try to tell someone you oh you you, you play music oh you know there's other bands out there right you probably no, that's a good point you know like yeah. uh, you're like well i think i can i think i still have something to offer you know if you believe yeah. you do something well. Hold your own. Your own yeah, your you own feel thing. like you got something to offer. Then I wouldn't worry about like the other, sh- other, th- the competition. If you want to yeah, call yeah. it that, did, it's more just the environment. Did you have the coffee shops before Angels, or was that sort of something you kind of? I started well. So Angels was pretty was really pretty steady from 2005 till 2012. Uh, 2012 into 2013, um, but I felt like going into 2012. I definitely was looking for um, a way to have another outlet. Yeah, I knew I knew music just for me was never. I was gonna have to find another outlet. You know, but I didn't know what it was gonna be. Um, but I wanted to pursue. I wanted to have something else. I didn't necessarily want to stop playing music, but I knew I wanted to also have another focus for my. M- just mental yeah mental out you know mental creative outlet individual outlet just something else to do that didn't depend on music you know it's hard to start thinking about like music for me at some point started feeling well a it's dependent on so many things Uh, you know you have other people in the band yeah yeah. other people band promoters people that like your band or don't like and your if band. you're in a band with somebody else who's in another band yeah so it's, it's like, just like yeah. oh, i'm like oh, i like doing this and i want to do it but i'm it's just not it was really difficult to to do it yeah, you're um, making furniture too right for a minute so that was what i thought my actual outlet out would be would be um would be metal fabrication yeah i was wow. big into welding and all that stuff yeah so still am but um but yeah i was really like i like building st- making stuff yeah so i thought that would be my th- my thing but what i found is it was yeah was it hard? It's a hard thing to do. Well, what you find, yeah, I think. I mean, as far as it's a hard connection, if you're wanting to, um, 
if you're wanting to uh, sell it and make a living yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's a different yeah. game that I'm not necessarily good at. Okay. You know, I, I want people to like it and want to buy it, and I don't want to have to. How long did you try that for? Well, um, I mean, years. Okay. But I never, like I said, I was always pa- really passive. It was there. I would yeah. Get gigs. Uh, do You were half in, half out of it, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know how to, like, get. I thought it was going to be my thing, mm-hmm. but it was just something I could not. I didn't, I'm not a salesman, you know, so I didn't know how to like really push it. You can make it, but not hustle mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And justify everything, the cost of it. I want to sell a table, but I want to sell a table for, you know, two grand. And it's like, and those connections are harder. And then yeah. that's when coffee came in was like, oh, I was like, I was an enthusiast. And I was a fan. And I was like, oh, I could sell this for, you know, three bucks. It's so a right easier. from the jump when you started drinking coffee, you're like, holy shit, I want to, I want to fuck with this. No, 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 no. It was, it was it took quite a few years. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, steady progression of, of being an enthusiast of wanting to, figure out discovering a cup that I enjoyed, um, wanting to, um, understand why that cup was different or why, yeah. like what Adam was saying, why does it taste like this and where does yeah. it come from and seeing all the different variables and asking more questions mm-hmm. and then enjoying all the answers you're getting from enjoying all the answers you're getting, um, from your questions and then just keeping, you know, purchasing or, you know, equipment and, uh, as far as brewing equipment yeah. and eventually just hearing stories, you're like, Oh, so it took a while. It took quite a few years, but, but eventually I started, um, roasting coffee on my porch, uh, with a little popcorn maker. Damn. And, um, and that's when I was like, I, that was my, the last sort of domino or whatever that fell that I was yeah. like, Whoa, that like this, I like this. Like, and then I was like, how do I, this is actually something I could do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. From wanting to just, yeah. yeah. I was like, how do I do this? And that's when I, Started looking at and so how how soon after you started wanting to do the coffee thing that that Tom reached out again about another project, which was Angels. Well, I that, so we'd already. Well, I'm lost in my timeline, but Angels uh, coffee didn't come to me until 2012. It came oh, at the okay. tail end of that, so we'd Got already you. been doing Angels for seven years. Oh, okay, my bad, my and bad. And then my bad. and the, toward the tail end of that, and then we but Tom we paused, or whatever. I it just things got people went. And, directions okay. i just sort of bowed out i guess gotcha. is the best way to say it and right. I, I remember was it you that pulled adam in for the audition yeah i got pulled in for like a it was like when, it wasn't really a, it was that, weird okay so that was yeah that was actually different because that would have been i forgot about that <laughs> um it was an odd moment so that gosh i forgot all about that so that happened before the second record actually and that happened because at the the original bass player of Angels and Airwaves um, didn't work out. Didn't work out. Lost his way at the time. Yeah. And uh, we were so that was actually in two thousand seven, two thousand yeah, early two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Fallen <laughs> twice or something. Yeah. So that was um, that was then, and I don't really know. I think, and then I think um, ultimately, um, I just should never. I, Tom always has his. That's when we originally brought you down. It wasn't really a tryout. It was. I really, it was weird. Like with yeah. no, we never played music. No, we, I we, think Tom was. I think everyone knew you could play. Yeah. I think, but I think, I think it was just more how was it going to work? And I think like Tom personality said, wise or Joe wise. Yeah, I think so. And how was it all going to come together? And it, and then um, Tom was I had a hard on for this guy named Matt Walker. Um, that we played had toured with from the, yeah. Thirty Seconds to Mars. He played in a oh, band yeah. called Thirty yeah. Seconds okay. to Mars. Yeah, and ultimately, I think that that all came from um, 
uh, Matt had experience with uh, a lot of like synth stuff, yeah, yeah keyboards, yeah, yeah, yeah. computers, yeah. Sing, I think. computers, singing, um, yeah, and, and it was like it was just he had a few more tools um, than Adam did. Yeah, okay. um, yeah I do bass Adam and jumps. Was, Adam bass was and jumps. That's, that's insanely handsome. Thank you, and and, and thank a you. great thank bass you. player. Great stage, good presence. jumps, amazing good amount jumps. of jumps, stage presence, uh, presence, all good that kind jumps. of stuff. Yeah, and um, I think, game. and I was like, and I actually, I totally remember. I was like, and Tom was like, I, I really about Matt, about Matt Walker. And he was, I was like, that motherfucker wears eyeliner, bro. Like, mm. are you serious? Like, and he saw, I just think, and I was like, fuck. I remember being so worried about Matt Walker, and uh, but um, because I was I I was really into Adam, you know. Yeah. Thanks, David. And, I was uh, really he into you too. He called back a second time, though. Well, we we did some other weird meeting thing later when they bass player quit. We went. You had me come to a studio, and you wait. Like, so he joined. Listen to the record, huh? So that guy was joined. The, then yeah, he quit? Matt joined them in. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, Matt did. But and then after uh, he left, you got back again. No, no, no. That was okay, years okay, years okay. later. Yeah. They, I got a call from you, and you're like. Come to the studio. We 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 might need you know you might we might need another bass player. This was I met that kid. Elon was oh, there. Oh really? Yeah, you put me to the studio again. Like later, way later, like years later. Oh, you're wow. like, hey oh. man, I don't want to. I want to do this again. But why don't you come down? And it was like another like just come and oh, hang. Oh dude, leave. you're right. Ugh. Yeah, it was another just. It was I we never out. played. It was just come and hang. Okay, so this is and I don't know what happened there. That was that's when things got. Yeah, it felt like things like things things were really went off the rails. The yeah. <laughs> they went real yeah, I was like, way off the rails at this point. Yeah. Um, wow. So that was 2013. 2000. Yeah. yeah, that was that sounds about right. That sounds about because I remember I drove there. I was on the east coast. I was on the west coast already. Yeah. Man, I don't totally remember. Adam, Adam, Adam was Adam was, going an, on, I was like, I'll just come by and listen to some music. Adam was, Adam was almost an angel, angels in well, the <laughs> that's, that's a leap. So that's a leap. So again, well, they were interested. Uh, so the problem is we were playing. Yeah. Maybe. Can I, I say know. that Adam was too, too handsome and too, I don't know. Too, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was really into Adam. I love yeah. Adam. Yeah. So it was I like, was really into yeah. Adam. I was real, still really into Adam. Yeah, and I don't. Tom just doesn't like him. I don't no, know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know what it is. But that things went. Th that's ultimately when things kind of went off the rails. Yeah. And I, think, I could tell when I went by there. I was like, this feels like it's not mm, right. It's a little yeah. chaotic. Mm. In the, and uh, in I don't really. It's hard to. It's so funny because. I had to do these recently for Angels and Airways, like all these little spots about, like, oh, walk us through the friggin' lineage of like the different records and talk about, and it's as much fun as, it's any version of work is, it's, I can't really paint like all these great pictures yeah. of all this stuff. No, I mean, I hear you, yeah. we pursue it and we love it because it's part of us, but the reality is, and I don't want to sound like I'm bad mouth and are bitching about our choices we've made or if it's hard to do or any of that stuff i don't really know how to navigate that part of it because when i talk about it candidly it's not all rom it's not all great and it's yeah. not all romantic and we don't all get along we don't always no, see eye to eye yeah. and mm -hmm. and it's not always it's just and so as you go back and you're like they're like tell us about this era i'm like it was freaking weird mm -hmm. and hard and i'm like i'm in it and i'm still trying to do it but i'm hanging on you know how like, many years in that band for you well i guess i mean if i said i had a personal hiatus i mean i don't i i was in it from you know for 2005 2013 and then tom was pursued still another record yeah. with alan that was still angels but yeah. i wasn't i think it was just a weird time yeah man. and Fast. whereas i just sort of just 
I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't, I didn't have any energy to pursue it and no one had any energy Plus to pursue it. Well, no one had, and, and no one, yeah, but that was early, you know, that was early. I didn't, I didn't intend to change focus or anything like that. It's just the way it all worked out. Yeah. It worked out kind of silently. Yeah. Like it just like no one called me and I didn't call no one. Yeah. But how <laughs> and, long, how long James coffee now? Uh, seven years. Wow. Yeah. 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 So 2012 to now. So is that seven? Yeah, it's so nine. And then, and then how? Two thousand. Well, I started That's nine years. Oh, it's twenty twenty one. Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh God. Well, that math is weird. So, yeah. So it's about it's at least eight going yeah. on nine years where I started I, oh, from start. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. And how long Copy between that. the last Angels record and the new one coming? Um, uh, they would have released that, and I don't know if it was two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen, and then wow. the, the latest one that's coming out. Yeah, it'd be since then. Wow. I mean, but Tom's put out like a EP. Um, okay. but you know, like I didn't even know that thing came out. Like uh, when we went and played this last tour, but you're like, in the copy, you're like you're in your own. Yeah, I was, that's what I mean. I like I really like a full commit, and I was like, and I. Yeah, I wanted to just. I needed another. I just needed another path another yeah, what, thing to like put nice, my energy is it nice having your own thing where you're your own boss you don't have to worry well, about other people's schedules and you fucking created this thing on your own with your brother yeah and it, and it's amazing you yeah. did, did all that you, you yeah. found your fucking thing yeah i think i'm very thankful for all that and excited about it and now when uh, reconnecting with tom uh yeah and um after having um a a, a, a break you know, from that world timeout, um, a time, <laughs> a, a timeout. Um, I also have, I think I just, yeah, I can, I can acknowledge it and be a part of it for all the things that I really truly want to be a part of it for not the, cause you're not just counting on it. You're not no, just it's counting really on hard. Music. Yeah. That's the hard part is when, when it becomes your hundred percent and, um, it becomes really emotionally, um, Difficult, yeah. and I, 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 not not to talk about each show, but I think yeah. that's what our longevity is too, because it's not our hundred percent. Yeah, it might have been early nineties, and we were yeah. like epitaph and all that stuff. We had yeah. no wives or lives or other than or like yeah. mortgages or whatever. But for the past, I don't know, fifty more longer than that. It's just it's fun, and we get to choose to go have fun, and we yeah. still love it. And it's not we don't count on it. Yeah, when you can make the decision to be control of your of of those. Um, you know, opportunities because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. Yeah, it's liberating. Yeah, you never want to be held hostage by no. the thing you love. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you have to do it just for the money. It, it would suck all the joy out. So. Well, and that's what it does. You yeah. know, you start going like, well, we need to do it, or I need to do it, or yeah. I need. I'm making phone calls, yeah. trying to force things, and I'm like, I'm not in control at all. Yeah, but I'm still trying to like because I wanted it to happen or I want things to happen, and you just like it's really just like beating your head against a wall the whole yeah. time. So now it's. Yeah, and so reconnecting, I think it's yeah, it's been a much more it's yeah, been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's a lot healthier, and um, and I I did in fact need the time to develop a life outside of music. Yeah, um, to then now be able to come back to music and be like, oh, I can do this, and I can. And so it must be a whole new. Uh, energy of just doing it like for fun not to worry about yeah i mean it is it it, it is i still find purpose in it i still yeah. find i still want to do a good job it's you know like i still want to take it serious uh, but i can just compartmentalize it now like that's, yeah it's like my night job yeah and uh and yeah i just go in um i try to do my part well and i don't try to force myself into anybody else's part yeah, when did you guys record that record? Well, t- currently still recording, and, and oh, okay. Uh, but um, 
you know, I, for me, that's where I'm at. I'm not really, I'm, I'm invited back into this as, um, I don't know, as a cheerleader. <laughs> as a live performer or yeah no i mean i'm not playing on the record um right, so i'm there i'm a part of it i mean i get the mixes i get the i'm i'm mm. i'm you know i think i you know i don't know i think my low impact uh and uh, others responsibility don't feel uh, a heavy weight of me being mm. around uh i'm i'm included on all the stuff and i have my focus so that works out really well for me is i get to just kind of like I said, be an enthusiast and be excited about what's being created. Um, Tom, yeah. Tom is, um, at his age and where he's at and all he's accomplished. I, um, excited to see the energy he's been putting into the songs. Yeah. And I think, yeah, him being forced and that now also being able to sit on the outside and looked at it objectively. I, I really truly believe he needs this time and space to just create things without other people and without concern of other people in the room mm -hmm. going like, Oh, like what if you did that? I'd just be like, fuck, I got a fucking, yeah. You know, I think he needs this to just, just go just kind of wild. Um, mm -hmm. and so he, him, he's been able to, add, um, last year, uh, after the tour and everything we did in 2019, he really was able to spend a lot of last year just on his own, just really, blasting through like tons of songs like uh not tons but just a lot for him he doesn't usually write that quick yeah and um because he doesn't he doesn't write like i think one time being close to afi the the guys were talking about like oh he wrote 120 songs for this record we're whittling it down Damn. to 12 and you're like what the fuck are you guys doing like, it's like they just crazy they, yeah. they, they, they must just be bah, 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 and then they uh, then they hone it down it's, it's mm -hmm. different paths you know yeah. tom's someone that writes a riff and he fucking just works on it like he never lets it go yeah, yeah. Like, so he writes one and it's um, like rusty same kind of yeah, style yeah it's like yeah he like right if there's 10 songs on the record that's the fucking 10 songs yeah you know like there's no demos there's, there's no, no like b-sides no, or japan releases no, none of that. no fucking way and uh so it's just different different ways different processes and um mm -hmm. so he he had the freedom and he just was like he really did, and he created stuff that I thought was really great. And he's worked really well with um, Alan, that's in the in in the group as well. He plays drums, but also does so much. I mean, he he plays drums in Angels, but as far as he plays guitar, and I'm like, ah, why bother? For you know, he's like, <laughs> he's just you know, he sings, he does everything. He does he's everything. just he's really talented guy. Plays drums yeah. at Nine Inch Nails as a yeah, side gig. Put, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember you guys announced that tour in 2019. Yeah. It sold out really fast. It was yeah, so it did. for you guys, man. Yeah, it was weird. That was incredible, man. Yeah, well, you never know. I guess you know, like I don't know if anyone's gonna care, but yeah, a handful of people did. At no, least it was once great. Filled the room up. But and you have anything booked for this year? Yes, but um, yeah, but it's unknown. You know, we had a bunch of stuff last year. Obviously, like, a lot of story for so many, so mm -hmm. many groups and. Uh, but it, everything got shut down. And then um, this year we have stuff uh, for fall, uh, a, a good North American run. Awesome. But um, we just see how the world turns back on and see yeah. if we can go fire this thing up and go and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there anything you learned about yourself during the pandemic? Um, or taught yourself? You know, during the pandemic, I we are I in a pandemic still. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, we yeah. Did you get the text message that yeah confirmed? No, we you're are still on it. No, we are. But <laughs> you googled it while we were talking. Obviously, your business made it through. Uh, you guys, yeah. So that. I I so much of my life actually. I mean, it definitely um, the energy and uh, people's emotions were uh, difficult yeah. sometimes. But 
we were, our focus was kind of the same throughout the whole thing. My day job, my yeah. things that I was trying to accomplish, um, were, didn't change a, a whole bunch, you know yeah. I mean? As far as the adjustments I had to make with work and that kind of things and protocol and, um, but ultimately I was still doing the same thing. I was trying to roast coffee, sell yeah. coffee. And I just had to do it maybe in a different way, but it still stayed, remained the same. I mm-hmm. never, I still actually got up and went to work and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so I didn't have the time. I didn't, I didn't just sit in a room, you know, thinking like, shit, like, what do I do? You know, you I think I did it. We had to do. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really get to like, I didn't all of a sudden come out and I'm like a fucking basket weaver or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't yeah. get that. I saw, I, I did see a lot of people's posts like, like, like a I'm, learning, I'm learning how to speak French. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Banana uh, bread was a big thing too. Yeah, was bread, that a big thing? Bread go big. Yeah. Bread, bread, bread yeah, go bread, big yeah. in the pandemic. I d- actually, I do know bread because I've been baking bread for years now. And OG I, bread break. <clears throat> no, not OG, but I became a fan and enthusiast so many years ago. So I've been doing a lot of sourdough, a lot of baking. Wow. And, um, so during the pandemic, I have motherfuckers like I actually on my phone, I have a quick, like it, because I was getting hit up so much about bread, I could just go boom and just share a doc like here, mm, like and it, with it. like little videos and all kinds of things. Just because it would became such a standard thing, I was having to write out all these recipes, wow, and and and, and things of um you know how to uh, the how tos that I I just saved all all that and put in with like video examples and I could just shoot it off to people because it was like, it was crazy. Like uh, how many people were hitting me up about bread? Yeah. It's funny. Like we thought the apocalypse was coming and everyone's first skill is I'm going to learn to bake my own bread. Yeah. That's it. That's the first thing I'm going to do. If this world's going to come to an end, I'm going to, I'm going to bake a sick loaf of bread. Toast and toast in the morning. What did you learn about yourself, Adam? During the, during the pandemic? Yeah. Um, I learned that I, I had stopped appreciating a lot of things about touring. Mm. that was something that, that, that because i'd been doing it essentially my whole life like there's a certain sense of taking it all for granted like just how it is this is what life is like and you know what i mean like i mean there's austerity to touring for sure like some of it let's be honest some of it sucks like you know backstage yeah. in the middle of nowhere like bad wi-fi bad food just sitting there waiting bo- all day to play waiting yeah. all day to do that one thing for like f- if you're h2o 45 minutes um <laughs> but uh all that stuff, I I kind kind of got to reboot my system a little bit, and now I'm like, man, I can't wait to shit in a porta potty. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to have oh. that bowl of chips and salsa. Yeah, you know all those Backstage, little things. Yeah. I miss all that stuff. The, yeah. the stuff I never thought I would miss, I missed it so much. So I learned that. That was big. Yeah, it's gonna be weird to leave again. You know, leave our wives yeah. and just go on the road I, again. I want to play shows. I'm I'm. There's some anxiety about going on tour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for weeks on end, but. Yeah, that's the gig, right? Yeah, you, know, you gotta gotta get over it, I guess. It's the longest I've been home my whole entire life, yeah. for sure. Me too. Do you have anxiety because of the virus, or just now being no, away? No, nothing to do with that, the virus. Just yeah, missing, just being missing, away, like yeah, home, like, yeah, regular like, stuff. You, get, you like, got a little soft, you know, like well, staying home <clears throat> made me. Because I didn't play yeah. shows for seven years. Yeah, damn, so, that's um, insane. But so you stay was, busy with your business, though. Yeah, but like, I was just saying, I was super comfortable not playing shows yeah. and not, yeah. not touring and it had completely yeah. it kind of really gotten away from me I was really anxious so so the anxiety that you're feeling about going and doing it again yeah. I'm very familiar with because mm. it's and getting along and yeah. having different people and everything it's a pretty your own space. if you're not conditioned for it, traveling yeah. it goes away and then you realize like I was like a trained machine yeah. in that world I was I was ready for it. I was yeah. getting on a plane like I'm not 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 uh, I, I, like traveling just in general like you, yeah it, it was gone for yeah, me sleeping like, at airports like yeah all that stuff, all you could those. do everything you were cool like putting stuff in a backpack now yeah. i'm like 
oh shit, like what, what am I gonna do with all my stuff? <laughs> I know your space, everything. Did you yeah. fly? I've been flying. I've been flown. Haven't year. flown since uh, since the pandemic. Yeah, me either. either. Yeah, I've no. like that gives little anxiety as well. Yeah, I don't know. But it's exciting at the same time. You know, it's like it's like but fresh yeah. and new. Well, again. you guys will you guys will have to do it. Yeah, we do. No, no, yeah, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna we do have it. to do oh it. We do what we want. We do it because we're not because we love it. Exactly. We're yeah. gonna choose it. And you, and, and you get a tour too this fall, so that hopefully that happens. If, yeah, like until someone goes, you know, it's hard to say we're gonna do it. I mean, I know that somebody's gonna go and something's yeah. gonna open up, and uh, hopefully. But I'm I'm looking for I'm I'm hoping hoping it all goes that direction. Uh, mm. My final thing: you can see yourself an optimist or pessimist. Oh, I'm a optimist. Yeah, I was blind. I, I, blind. I, knew, I, I knew the answer for that. Yeah, <clears throat> blindly, I'm just like it's all gonna work out, and yeah. everyone's like, people will curse me to death for it. But you've always been your own lane that way. I think always just doing your thing and not like I don't know letting the outside shit bother you. It seems like it, it. 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 Um, I. I. I do feel like I've been able to try to hone in on um the things that I find valuable and yeah. and block out white noise. Mm. Yeah, you've always been good at that. I think so. I know the answer to that question for Adam. He's a very positive person. Oh, yes. Yeah. You've always been like that, though. Yeah. But, but you had some dark times. Yeah, but they were sort of, they were still joyous in their way. You know, maybe maybe towards the end of my drinking, like the last couple of years, it got real dark, yeah. real bleak. But I feel that's a, the story of a life well lived. You know what I mean? You're going to have your highs, you're going to have your lows. And like when you look back, you want to have a mix of both because they give each other perspective. Like if you don't have the lows, you don't really have the highs either. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather be like that. Yeah, I've always said the roller coaster. Yeah, if you don't have it, then you just won't really know how good you got it. Exactly, that's a good point. Someone's got to kick you in the nuts every once yeah, in a while, just that. to kind of go like, "Dang, true I'm glad that. I'm not getting kicked in the nuts right now." <laughs> I have not been. I was thinking about this here. I have not been kicked in the nuts since I, in a good ten years at this point, and I'd like wow. to keep that streak going. Well, oh yeah, but you. Yeah. I'm just saying, you get kicked once. You, yeah, you learn your lesson. You know yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, where can, so where can people find your stuff? James Coffee is Instagram, right? Yeah, we got an Instagram, bro. So James Coffee, that's where they find your coffee. <laughs> James Coffee Co. Yeah, and that's basically your account too. <clears throat> it is. I mean, I, 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 you know, for better or worse, I'm the one that posts, but I, <laughs> I don't have a personal. It's mm -hmm. it is. I do just. I mean, I, that's it. I, I I I do that, and um, and that's my inlet into the rest of the social media world. Okay. Is through that. Um, and do you portal. think? Do you think there'll be another Boxcar Racer record someday? I don't know. I always say, um, if Travis Barker posts that, then that's when it's probably <laughs> it's <real>. going. Down. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. Not that I'm. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I don't know. If he announces it, it's going down. Maybe. I, I don't know. Actually, it's. It, I, that's such a hard one. But um. But maybe great. maybe maybe if him and Tom both do, you know, it says it's not going to come from me, obviously. Yeah, it'd be great though. It'd be great to be doing that. But same. I would participate in it if I was asked. To we be could a do part that same it. tour again, throwback tour. Amazing! Be so oh my gosh, gosh this is so fun. H two O U's Box Car Racer tour. That would be. Nuts. I hope so. Well, I, I um I appreciate your time. I appreciate your journey, like doing the record with you and becoming friends with you on the Box yeah. Racer tour. All that we shared, we shared a lot of time on the road together, and and now you're a dad. I'm happy for your father now, and your coffee and everything you're doing, man. It's awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for having me up here, but also thank you guys for you know doing uh, choosing the path you guys took because uh you know i'm i'm for sure a person that has been influenced by you guys uh, you, over man. the years and uh, inspired me over the years and, and a big part of um i don't know the choices that i've made are because of you guys thank you anybody anything you want to say no nah, thanks my brother good seeing you yeah good seeing you i feel like it's been way too long Hopefully it won't be up. so long again yeah
Thanks for listening, everybody. That was Dave Kennedy, Adam Blake, Angels and Airwaves, uh, new record, new tour, H2O shows coming up soon. We're going to announce them soon. When we figure them out. When we figure them out. Um, James Coffee. With, once I get back in the coffee, Max, he makes amazing coffee, by the way. Really? Yeah, so we'll get you some because I'm off it right now. I'll try it out. All right, thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one.